Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. For all your photo, video, and voiceover needs, check out the fine folks at Blu-ray Productions. They will take good care of you. If you don't believe me, you can see for yourself. Check out their work at blueberryproductions.tv, the Facebook page, Blueberry Productions, also a Vimeo page, a YouTube page, and it's Blueberry, B-L-U-B-E-R-R-Y, Prod on Twitter. Check them out today. Blueberry Productions, great people, great work, great service. Hey there, your yard took a real beating this summer. Luckily, Scott's Turf Builder Winter Guard has your back. Just feed your grass with Scott's again this fall when the air is cool and the soil is warm. It's the perfect time to give your lawn a boost. If you do, Winter Guard will give your yard the nourishment it needs to help weak, thin grass recover and support root growth, giving you a greener, more resilient lawn both now and next spring. Guaranteed. Grab a bag of Scott's Turf Builder Winter Guard today. You'll be back to barbecuing in no time. This is a Scott's Yard. Hey, parents, we all try to be extra careful with our children in the car, but then we get an important call or text. Remember, our children are watching. Make every drive a good example. Be in the zone. Turn off your phone. Visit childrenshospital.vanderbilt.org slash BITZ to learn more about our teen driver safety program. Brought to you by Monroe Carroll Jr. Children's Hospital at Vanderbilt, the Ford Motor Company Fund, and the Allstate Foundation. Hello, my name is Travis Williams, President and CEO of Academics and Athletic Consultant, focused on educating and empowering tomorrow's collegiate athletic leaders. My passion is for the education and genuine concern and care for today's student-athlete. It's the centerpiece of my life's work. A college education, both in and out of the classroom, is a truly rewarding benefit. For more information on AAC, you can go to www.academics.com and athleticsconsulting.com. Once again, www.academicsandathleticsconsulting.com. Or you can follow me on Facebook at Academics and Athletic Consulting or Twitter at Coach TWheel24 or Instagram Travis L. Williams24. Or you can call me at 404 542 607. Once again, AAC is very proud to partner with J.R. McHenry of the Bossman Radio Show, covering sports and entertainment across the country. Please tune in weekly for informative, entertaining, and expert analysis on today's sports and entertainment topics. Thank you. say he's a good guy or a good person, right? But the NFL has been squatting on him for a while now. He started pretty much a 14-game suspension last year because he wasn't signed by anybody. Because if anybody signs him, he'll be put on the exempt list. Then they all go through the, the, the process of determining his status. So you sign the guy, you can't even use the guy. So he's unsigned. 
Now, on Twitter today, me and a, a guy from the posse was talking about this today, and I was trying to let him know that, hey, the issue is not what Antonio Brown wants. He has no leverage. It's about what's his sass going to be when he gets signed. Because the exemption is coming. Is he going to be free? Is it going to be another suspension on top of the 14 games I already served, effectively last year? So we have to look at it totality-wise. Missed the whole year last 14 games. Sign him now. Is it looks again? He has a lot of cases, of course. But the man is serving his penance, if you ask me, guys, because 14 games is, okay, he lists that much of salary. Because really, you start hurting him in his pockets, right? So he hurt him in his pockets in that, that regard. So not saying he's a good guy. But the man's rights have been squared on, guys. So your thoughts? So he's not been he's he's had a, a slew of issues, right? He's had he's had the the charges, but nothing has been pursued. Nothing he's been convicted of. Nothing that's really been investigated yet that I have been able to see or find. And. So how do they justify keeping him off a team other than his behavior? But then you can look at some other people in the league who have been continual behavior issues and they get their hand slapped and then they're right back out there the next Sunday with minimal suspensions, if anything. And there's a big inconsistency there. But AB is kind of his own worst enemy because he can't keep his mouth shut. And the thing for me was when Drew Rosenhaus dropped him, because Drew Rosenhaus, he don't drop no one. He wants that big money star and he wants that big money name and when he dropped him and he said on january 16th of this year that i'm conditionally terminated his contract until he seeks help you gotta put the brakes on and i think that's where the nfl went there is more going on with this issue and we're going to take a step back but then that just goes to their inconsistencies yeah, I agree with that. And, you know, if we want to take Antonio Brown for his word, which is hard to do, but he did say that he's been seeing the therapist that the league told him to see and wanted him to see and going to his counseling and whatnot. And I have kind of a different issue with this. It, you know, and my take on it is the whole commissioner exemplist in general. The commissioner exemplist was really, you know, started like in 2009 when it was first brought with Michael Vick. And the Eagles and the Eagles placed him on there. And then in 2010, I think, when Jeff Demps was placed on there by the Buccaneers and removed him, he went drop for the Olympics. And then it wasn't until 2013 or 14 with Ray Rice and those guys that it really changed to where the commissioner took all the power with it. And why didn't the NFLPA fight back on that? Why is this even being allowed to be, you know, basically hung over Antonio Brown's head? Now, like we've said, none of us like the guy. None of us think he's a good guy. None of us, you know, even thinks that he is deserving of the money or the accolades or whatever. But the guy has talent, and the guy has served quite a bit of a suspension in the terms of NFL policy and NFL past precedent for what he's done, especially since it's only civil. 
there's no criminal charges other than I think one destruction of property or something charge, which is, you know, absolutely nothing in the NFL. So, you know, I think that, you know, I would, I would look at the NFL PA and the union, why didn't they fight back against this? And then, you know, at the same time, look at it from, he has served quite a bit of, quite a bit of a suspension already. Most definitely NFL PA and NFL, of course, picks and chooses their battles. And unfortunately, they don't want to go to battle for a guy who's been a pain in the butt, to be honest with you. And that's not, it's not right. He's paid 10% of his salary into these dues every, every, every week, every game check, right? You need to defend one of your members. I don't care how wrong he is to a degree, but you have to defend your member if he's like within the rights of the NFL, because save is say like right, like right now, say for instance that, Hey, we're in a pandemic. I'm not getting paid for covering the Atlanta Hawks, right? And you come back to me next year and try to tell me, okay, JR, we can't give you any money. Well, you didn't pay me for this year. And you can pay me next year too. I don't believe that's wrong. I'm going to call my <laughs> NBA writers Association people like, hey, what's going on here? We need to do something about the Atlanta Hawks. So, but, as Bobby as, said, as, it's right. But at the, same, at the same time, though, you know, while it's as Florio, I believe, would say the union is legally obligated to fight for AB and fight for his rights. Yes. How many of the union has AB burned in the past? In, now, in the recent past, he does. He seemed to have made up with pretty much everybody because we seem, uh, I mean, hell, it's like every other week or every week there's a new Instagram video of him marking out with, you know, NFL players. But at the time, you know, he had been burning a lot of people in his own locker rooms and, and whatnot and really burning that, that union, you know, membership or brotherhood, unionship. Yeah. Definitely. I, I think the other thing, too, is, you know, kind of taking a minor step back is look at how the NFLPA embraced Brandon Marshall when it came out about his borderline personality diagnosis in 2011, I think it was, and how everybody rallied around him to, you know, lift him up and make concessions for him to, oh, well, that's why he was the way he was in Denver and Miami. Oh, so this, how do we help him get better? How do we go forward with this? And it was because, and here's the difference, he learned, he apologized, and he meant it. And I think if there was a little smidge of humility in AB, just a smidge, you would probably see the NFL step up, possibly. And I don't know, and this, this is just weird, and it might just be a woman thing, but you can tell a lot by somebody's eyes. And you probably, y'all are men, so you didn't do this. I watched Dancing with the Stars religiously. AB was on there, and I was not a fan of his when he was in Pittsburgh. I thought he was a showboat. I thought he was a loudmouth. But I was like, man, can he run. Man, is he good. I don't want him on Dancing with the Stars. And then I saw his eyes. And I looked at my husband, and I went, that is a troubled kid. But look at how sweet those eyes are. And then he comes to Oakland, and we were so excited. And I, we're watching Hard Knocks, and I went, no, this is not going to end well. It's a hot mess waiting to happen. That was a hot mess, and it just got worse. But someone needs to step up. 
and help him get better because no one gets better until someone helps them. And that's the NFLPA's job and they're not doing it. As a union, as a brotherhood, they're not doing their job. Well, are they doing their job though? Because look how many players he's working out with. Look how many players are vouching for him openly. Guys like Russell Wilson and big stars that have a, that have a lot of credibility already. It seems to me like it might be that he's doing what he needs to do. And he still have his obviously occasional outburst. But even this last one was really controlled and, and mild-mannered, especially compared to, to previous ones. It seems like maybe he is doing it, and the NFL is just dragging their feet like they're prone to do because they apply different rules to every single case that comes through. Got that right. And that, yeah, that's true. I, I need to see a little more than just a few, a few weeks, uh, you know, and I – when he couldn't make it work with, you know, Derek Carr and Tom Brady, I mean, come on. Well, Tom Brady wanted him. I, and, and I know, and I know that Tom Still Brady, both, the, both Derek Carr and Tom Brady have said, you know, they would be willing to take him back if. There's always that if, though. Tom so, Brady had I him mean, living in his guest house. Yeah. So, I mean, they do need – he obviously burned a little bit of a bridge there. You know, he, he burned the walkway. He needs to help rebuild that. Well, I think what it was was when that case came down, the Patriots was like, no, we're done. That was it. Mm -hmm. The last one. Yeah. It was like, yeah, we're done with you. And then he talked about Robert Kraft. I'm like, wow. Yeah. 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 A.B., you can't do that. Uh, You can't clown a powerful man in in the individual. This is like me going to talk about Adam Silver, and then I'm going to get a job further than I am now. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know, I can't do it. can't do that. But but what it, or that's how much it speaks to his talent, the fact that he can go after the guys that he's gone after, and yet teams are still interested in him. Teams yes. have talked to him. Teams have expressed interest. They're just waiting on the league to do something. That speaks to the guy's talent. Yes, and like you said, if you can play, they'll make room for you. And they don't care about mm-hmm. how bad you are. Like, Ray Rice couldn't play anymore. That's why he was gone. Oh, that that's a hot button issue with me. I think and I will tell you as a woman, Ray Rice is so unpopular and I'm sorry ladies, but Ray Rice got boned. He got screwed so bad and I know it's it is an unpopular take, but that man apologized. He went through counseling, he did everything he was supposed to do and he will never see another football field because it was caught on camera. But because then you, when he did it, he wasn't good enough anymore. That's why. And that, but that's why. But then you have, uh, what's his name, Greg Hardy. He was still good enough. He was still good enough. He was still good enough. He still he good the enough. first half of the Patriots game. And you know what? You know who else is still good enough? You know what's coming, though, Bobby. Mm-hmm. Tyree Kill. Hey, I agree. How I many know. times have I gone off about I still get tweets and DMs about my takes on Tyreek Hill. Mm, and mm-mm. as much as I respect the guy's talent, I, I – There is no place I don't for know. that in the I, NFL. I have a hard time with it. Hey, if you if you are a bad guy, you can play. They'll still give you a contract. That's what yep. it boils down to, unfortunately. And, and the teams want to give A.B. a contract, but this is the NFL dragging his feet like it did with Ezekiel Elliott. In Dallas. <laughs> exactly. And that was ridiculous. Zeke never mm-hmm. even. I, mm. 
if if Rake Ruth would have gotten out of prison in two years after he murdered the mother of his child and, and messed up his own child and still couldn't play, some NFL team would offer uh, him a job. Yep. And that's and and that's the that's the mentality that needs to change. Yeah. Most definitely. Let's hear another topic that's been very keen on. We talked about, talk about a little bit at the beginning, the pandemic. And for me, guys, I'm not optimistic about this because I live in Georgia. And, Bobby, you're in Texas. We see what's going on right in our backyards here. And, I mean, it's every day 4,000 cases, 120 death so in back in my right in my backyard so think about the Atlanta Falcons say it's been stadium do you really want to go in there and watch the Falcons play well really no fans is kind of how every Sunday with the Falcons anyway so it doesn't matter it's like it's like every Sunday for the Falcons right no fans but it's like really or I'll go to a Miami Dolphins game or a Buccaneer game and really feel safe like I wouldn't feel safe and the NBA had a bubble in, in Orlando the NFL they're in your home markets hmm. And guys are going home at night. They may go out to a bar. They may go go see them a woman or or a man, if they, whoever they, they prefer. They may go see somebody and bring it back and make it spread like a wildfire. So my concern is guys who are pre-diabetic or diabetic, who don't know, know they're pre-diabetic, have blood pressure issues, asthma, some respiratory issue, where a guy just being young and dumb and just wanting to do something, Brings it back in the locker room, spreads like wildfire, and now we have an issue. And that's why I'm saying I don't think the NFL is going to better pull this off. It's going to be a hiatus before it gets done. But I don't see how they pull off this year. I'm not optimistic about it just based on what I saw from the NBA and what I've seen case-wise and all over the country and what guys are going to do. I don't see it. It'll be interesting to see how baseball goes. You know, with it being open in day today, it'll be interesting to see how this 60-game season for baseball goes and how much they can contain it with how they've separated out the baseball season and then with hockey and how they can contain it with the hockey. But I'm just – I'm about an hour south of Seattle, and I'll tell you what, I, I am down with no fans in the stands for two reasons. One, I – just can't wait for stadiums like CenturyLink and the Chief Stadiums to be empty and those little perks that those those teams get mm. to go bye-bye because everything will be out in the open and then you're going to see true talent on the in those in those stadiums you're going to see who can ball and who can't and I'm excited for that second I just want my football I don't care if there's people in the stands I can't get to an actual game anyway, so I'd rather just sit in my chair with my beer, my food, and enjoy it where I can lose my mind and yell and scream and be happy and know that I'm safe. But I do know, and I understand what you're saying, and I know that they're not going to be able to just put these players in their little bubbles and in these hotels and hope that, you know, these rookies aren't going to go out and explore and get all excited, especially when they head to Vegas, you know, you know, they're going to lose their minds and it, it can be a big problem. Cause I think we saw a bit of this COVID stuff at the end of last 
midseason last year with the flu that was going through the locker rooms last year? You know, I think that you're you're going to see places in the South here in Dallas, Houston, anywhere in the South, basically, where whatever capacity is allowed in the stadiums. And we know that these governors are going to allow people in the stadiums. They're going to be filled up to the capacity they can um, when there's going to be games. That's going to be the question. We already saw now in Major League Baseball, well, Juan Soto of – one of the teams, I don't follow baseball that much that closely, but he, uh, I know it was on PFT that he got found to be positive. He played in a game where he was exposed to the entire team and the opposing, opposing team or whatever. And that's going to happen in the NFL. These guys aren't in the bubble. They're not going to respect the rules. I live in the Dallas area. I've driven around downtown and seen the places. The bars are packed. They are full. I've seen some of the players' cars at places. I know, but it's not hidden. They're not. They're not going to hide from it. It's going to spread. It's it's inevitable. And when they're going to test for it, they're going to find it. And eventually, one of these super obese guys or one of these guys that has an even unknown health problem is going to be severely hurt by it, if not not killed. And then we'll see what happens. Well, and the other logistical issue that you run into, especially like you said, if they allow some in, how do you how do you define who gets in and who doesn't? You got season ticket holders. How do you tell season ticket holder A they can come in, but B can't? You're going to oh. go on priority. You're going to go based on who paid the most money for the season tickets. You had the best ones. And guess what? I can promise you, here in Dallas, I know enough people that don't give a shit about this. Oh. And See, they're going to go in there irritate me. with a mask, without a mask, or going there with a lace mask or something, because they don't care. There's enough people down here. I see them, and half the ones that I see in the stores without masks or, or flaunting the rules are the ones that are the most risk. I'm like, you're the one on the, the you know, electric mm. scooter because you can't walk because you're so whatever disabled. You're the high-risk person. Those are the people down here that are going to go to the games no matter what. Yeah, we see a lot of that up here in Washington, too. A, mm -hmm. a lot of people, you know, just not wearing it just today. They're they're rolling back. We're we're rolling back phases again. And mm -hmm. I, I'm I'm not a happy girl about it because, you know, I work from home. I, I look forward to going out on the weekends and I, I don't I don't get to go anywhere. So it's crappy, mm -hmm. but. I want to be able to breathe too. Yep. You know, what would you, it's like that, that meme that goes around. What's more uncomfortable, a mask or an intubation tube? So just follow the rules, people. It's not that hard. Well, here in Atlanta, I can tell you, um, we've turned the, a popular club here into an indoor pool party. Not a great idea. Um, mm -hmm. we've have, we have concerts at clubs. We have we have club parties being promoted right now, and I'm like, really? Why? And I'm just like, people, there is a pandemic here in... <laughs> we're, 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 we're in a pandemic, guys. What are we doing here in Atlanta? I'm like, I, I don't understand it, guys. I don't get it. I'm just perplexed by it, and I'm Hoping for football, but if I don't have football, how do I deal with it? You know, and, um, 
And I, mean, I think we all know that the, the people who are flaunting the rules and not doing what needs to be done to get this under control like they've done in so many other places across the world are going to be that vocal minority that are screaming the loudest when games have to be canceled. Yep. They will be. And, you know, I, we need sports at times like this to keep people from from just completely losing their mind it's you have to have things to look forward to or it's just depression sets in and then you just things start to come out the you know just the negative side of everybody starts to come out and you can't have that you just you can't have that because it's not like you can go out and do good works in your community because oh yeah you can't leave your house you can't go out to a restaurant because oh yeah you can't leave your house you know it's great for businesses like postmates and and all the food delivery services and stuff because you know that's how we eat out on the weekends we find all our little local places and that's who we order from but i need my sports and that's where i get my my entertainment like it's this weekend is comic-con at home and for the first time ever in my life, I'm stoked because I get to go to Comic-Con, but I don't have to leave my house and I can wear my jammies. So, you know, it's exciting, but I'd be happier there, but I'm, you know, whatever. I'd rather be healthy. You got that right. I'd rather be uh, walking and breathing than being carried in a box by six. Also, I always That's say. right. <laughs> you know. Well, this has been a great segment here, guys. I, I like what we're doing here. Hope we can get more people involved as we do this over the weeks here, find a topic and just roll with it and talk about it here free form on the Boss Man Show because we can do that now because uh, I have a, a video capabilities now to do whatever. <laughs> I've, been, <laughs> I've been clear to do what I want to now, thank God, off of that. <laughs> so I can expand the brand that way. I appreciate you guys' support and uh, – Hope the more the posse gets on with us, we can get more people online with us talking talk about these topics. Maybe we can answer some of their questions too. We can get take some mm. of their questions. <laughs> be fun. What Florio won't read, we will read it. <laughs> we <laughs> sure <laughs> can. <laughs> yeah, no, maybe what he can't read, we will read it here for you guys. So, <laughs> thank you for checking us out. We'll do this again for you guys next week. This is Bobby, Heather, Jr. The TPM posse. We in here. Check us out, YouTube, Boss Man Show, on Twitter, PMCPM Posse. It's a very active account. Follow it now. Talk to you later. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.